0: It's Daily Thunder, booming out the truth of Jesus Christ every weekday morning from our studio on the Ellerslie campus in Windsor, Colorado. To learn more, visit ellerslie.com. Dan McConaughey is in the studio with me. Uh, Dan, you just got back from Belize, and uh, we're gracious enough to uh, come in and join me for a discussion today. I, I think that... Uh, Uh, Nathan and I felt pretty confident that this would uh, hit you uh, in a sweet spot, Uh, but it's called The Strategy of Remembrance. And uh, this week, we're sort of building on Sunday's sermon, which is called As the Sons of Issachar. And the subtitle of that was Understanding the Times in Which We Live. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the challenges we're facing isn't the fact that we know we need to understand the times in which we live. It's just that we're struggling to really get a grip of what's happening in our world. And the follow-up statement to that was, and they knew how is what Israel ought to do. And I think many of us, like if we were to brainstorm right now and get a chalkboard out in front of us, start writing down uh, things that we think the church should do, it's not that we don't have them. It's just a, a, a clear strategy, like, okay, we're supposed to meet uh, here and we're supposed to do this. We're supposed to put these leaders over these groups and then we're supposed to march on different cities and, you know, with uh, signs that read Jesus is Lord. You know, we don't have a clear battle plan right. as the church and we're struggling at an individual level. And I would say one of the reasons I wanted to give this particular message or bring you into this discussion, the strategy of remembrance. There are certain things we all can do and we know to do right now. And that's what this week is about. Like Monday was the strategy of relinquishment and to let go of the controls of our life afresh, to let go of our dreams, our ambitions, our plans, and just say, God, I freshly am bringing that before your mm-hmm. throne. Tuesday was a strategy of recalibration. It's like the there's... Godly change that he wants to bring about in our life, and then there's change that we shouldn't ever see take place. God doesn't change in that area. We're not going to change what we believe and who God is, and we're going to alter our message to try and kowtow to the culture in which we live. But there are certain things we need to change. And so to freshly allow God to recalibrate us for the times in which we live... And then yesterday was the uh, the strategy of repentance, of recognizing that repentance comes in two packages. You have repentance from sin, which is what most of us are familiar with, but you also have a change of repentance from certain patterns of life, certain forms of life, and certain ways of living, and that we need to be adaptable, like athletic in and agile in our ability to be ready to follow God right now. This one, the strategy of remembrance, could you maybe unpack for us biblically the significance of of remembrance, the importance of it, and why we're even bringing it up as a discussion as a tactical maneuver.
1: Well, it's it's really an intriguing thought. I I reviewed a couple of notes just to think about it. The first uh, few books of the Bible, um, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, and Numbers, talk about remembering or not forgetting Mm -hmm. four times. Mm -hmm. Deuteronomy... Mentions it twenty-five times. Interesting. And so you look back on, on what it was that Moses wanted them to remember, it's an intriguing thing. Yeah. He says, Remember your sin, remember your idolatry, remember all the bad stuff. <laughs> remember that. We have a tendency to want to forget that. Yeah. But in Revelation, the church of Ephesus was told, Remember from where you have fallen. And repent, and so all of them. Every time in Second Peter, when Peter three times in chapter one reminds us to remember, <laughs> mm-hmm. he says, "I'm going to remind you of these things, even though you already know them, mm-hmm. and it may be bothersome to you, but it's just fine for me." <laughs> <laughs> they all, the intention, is that they result in change. Mm-hmm. We think of uh, in Hebrews where it says to run the race in such a way that you put aside the weight and the sin. The weight is not sin, apparently. Mm-hmm. It's a lifestyle, mm-hmm. it's a habit, it's a mm-hmm. tradition, it's, it's those things. And I think that as long as we are willing to pursue the Word of God for what it is, the Word of God and not the Word of man that it will bring us to a place of remembering all of our bad parts that yeah. we re- that God has forgiven us for and all the places that we've mm-hmm. fallen from so that we can repent and walk in a manner worthy of the calling
0: absolutely so the uh, the ancient uh, israelite culture uh, seem to develop a certain behavior that God sponsored to build memorials. Uh, could you maybe unpack what a memorial is and how it functions maybe even today in our life? What, what are some ways that we could uh, maybe have the same function uh, in our
1: life? Well, when my dad died, my mom asked me to um, say some words at his funeral. And he was... Um, buried at a military cemetery, and it was quite an intriguing time there because as I remembered back over my life, at that time I was probably late 40s, early 50s maybe when he died, and the things that I remembered were so convicting to me and even now, as I think back about that, it it was like a memorial. And so whenever I walk past the, the head, the tombstone, huh. I see it as a memorial huh. and an opportunity. And there was another event that happened at that that was very unique. My dad was in the Marine Corps, and they were trying to fold his flag, the people who were doing the the, the ceremony, we were trying to fold his flag, and they got all messed up. And who should march by at that time but a army color guard huh. They had their all their guns out and everything, and they offered to fold the flag and do a, a twenty one gun salute huh. for my dad. And it was that was such a memorial. It's specific to honor the one who did something. And they considered that my dad served in the Second World War something worth remembering, and Mm -hmm. so they wanted to do it. And so, as I look back at it and see the 12 stones, for example, that are Mm -hmm. memory stones, it was to remember God and His deeds, Mm -hmm. and remember also that He required deeds from me also. and. So even now, I have things that I have set up in my life that remind me oftentimes of where I have fallen from mm-hmm. and provoke repentance. Mm-hmm. And um, even First Peter 1 verse nine, Paul, Paul comment, I mean Peter comments, "You guys turned from idols to serve the true and living God. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, as a memorial, I'll remember the idols that I mm-hmm. turn from so that I can, in that case, flee to God. It's interesting.
0: The uh, calendar of the Israelites that God designed is based around remembrance, too. Mm-hmm. The feasts were remembrances of what God did mm-hmm. and uh, even what God still will do. And i think you know for me my application in life this has been a very important thing for both of us uh, in our lives and I'd say even one of the most important things in Ellerslie and amongst our staff is remembering. We'll, we'll go back and we'll remember what God has done, and that's significant. And it's and we jokingly refer to the mistakes we made too. We'll, we'll have a lot of yeah. laughter of of recognizing God's grace uh, in that we're still here, in sustaining us. <laughs> that this wasn't because of our perfection. This is because He's a good God. Amen. But uh, I, I I've kept a journal for uh, what is it? You know, close to thirty years. And I, I write a lot less in it. It's periodic a lot more now than it was. It used to be daily for me. And uh, what I started doing years and years ago, it might have even been 30 years ago, is when there is a significant event or a day that I even have that, the gravity is there, like this is something that God did or this is something God wants me to remember. I draw a little picture of stones uh, mm-hmm. in... Uh, in my journal. And now, now that I have a digital journal, I actually have a little graphic that I just paste in there It's a little pile of stones. And so what I've done over the years, which is, I didn't know how this was going to work. I just started doing it, but I will every now and then just sort of take my old journals and go through and I'll just look for Mm -hmm. the stones. And when I find the stones, I know it's important and it's incredible how it's impacted my life and what remembrance does is it's like a fresh charge to the soul unto action. So for instance, if I am in a difficult place where I don't know how things are going to play out, but I remember that God has always been faithful, it charges me unto an action of faith. Mm -hmm. It reminds me of how a Christian is supposed to behave right now it also can charge me to an action of obedience. And so right now, as a world, we're, we're struggling. As a church, we're struggling to know what we ought to do, but there's certain things we know to do. I need to be obedient right now. Don't know really know what I need to obey, but I need to be obedient. I need to be marked by faith right now, not fear, faith. And so remembrance freshly charges our souls Unto action. And that's, I would say, one of the biggest cravings I have for the church right now is that we do not sit on our thumbs. I feel like apathy has a stranglehold on us, and I want to see us activated. I want to see us doing what we need to do. Even though we don't quite know what that is, we need to be ready to do what we need to do.
1: I think think that there's a shallow view among most Christians as to what the will of God is. Mm. They think, well, this has to do with you know what school I should go to, or which house I should buy, or should I get the ga- the car with the V eight or the six cylinder? You know, I'm, I'm praying about God's mm-hmm. will for my life. Yeah. the Word of God is so clear. You know, uh, in First Thessalonians chapter four, I think it is, it says, "For this is God's will for you, even your sanctification." Mm-hmm. Uh, it says, "Rejoice evermore, pray without yep. ce- ceasing, and everything give thanks." for this is God's will concerning you. We have these things like go into all the world and make disciples. Yeah. And the, the reference there says teaching them to observe all things that I've com- commanded y- you. So that puts it directly on us as followers of Jesus who were brought to this place by the disciples who were before us to do the same thing. And so remembering those things rather than concerning ourselves with which shirt Mm -hmm. to wear or should we have this, you know, asking God for for this, that, or the other. If God wants to deal with us in that way, that's fine. But Mm -hmm. we do know, Mm -hmm. if we would just remember Mm -hmm. it, that God's will is that we rejoice evermore, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, even to the point of our sanctification.
0: Because sometimes we don't do anything because we're waiting to hear if we're supposed right. to go to China or not, mm-hmm. as opposed to recognizing like what you're saying, there's actually a whole slew of things that yeah. if we would remember them, we would start doing them. And it's an, Christianity is a very active thing. Even in our waiting seasons, waiting is an Activity right. It's still in and of itself. It's not a, a, a brainless uh, function. It is an active state. Uh, a lion, when he's waiting to get out of that cage, is going to pace back and forth <laughs> and stare well, at the about cage this? door. How
1: often would you go back to a restaurant where the waiters didn't do anything?
0: That's right. That's exactly. And they're called <laughs> waiters. What in the world? Uh, that's good. Well, I, I'd say as far as an exhortation, even though this is a deep well for both of us and it's been a big part of our lives, I think... What we would want to impart is that even though we're in a tenuous time, an unsteady future, we don't know how that's all going to play out. But there are certain things that we want to just remember. We want to go back to and say, but do you remember how God has taken care of his people throughout the ages? Do you even remember how he's taken care of you? just spend time remembering that take some time today and Amen. just remember who God is what God has done but then even specifically what are the piles of stones in your life yeah, that's to remember an act of worship exactly to remember what he has done cherish him and what you do in the outside of that you come out stronger Amen. you come out refreshed you come out ready to mm-hmm. serve And so even though you may not know the answer to some big question out there in your life, you can have answers to the smaller dimensions of your life, which ultimately sort of come together like a puzzle piece. And then one day you're just like, I know what I need to do. Mm -hmm. And so let's take the first steps forward and let's remember today and let's remember well. And not forget. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Daily Thunder is a listener-supported production of Ellerslie Discipleship Training. At Ellerslie, we are laboring to rouse the Church of Jesus Christ out of its lethargy and build brave-hearted Christians for such a time as this. Daily Thunder is streamed daily, Monday through Friday, from our studio in Windsor, Colorado. And our weekend church service is delivered live and streamed at 9 a.m. on Sunday mornings. Join us at live.ellerslie.com. Note that our live weekday in-person version of Daily Thunder is scheduled to resume this upcoming June in conjunction with our training season. Learn more at ellerslie.com.